Stories, fables, ghostly tales. Good morning, good evening, or good night, you little lovelies. Today, Nero Wolf receives a call from his dentist at some ungodly hour. He's flustered, confused, and thoroughly wound up. And to those that know this dentist, they wouldn't be surprised. But Archie Goodwin receives a call as well. Not for Nero, but for Archie himself. This episode is full of twists and turns, slip-ups and missteps, like a set of stairs covered in slime. Join me, your teller for today's remastered, corrected, and repaired old-time radio episode of Nero Wolf, The Midnight Ride. And to those who are new, welcome. You're hearing audio straight from the 1940s, resuscitated with technology. And I hope you all love it. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, the ringing of that phone bell brings you mystery, adventure. Nero Wolf's office, Archie Goodwin speaking. Who? Oh, yeah, hello, Doc, how are you? What? In trouble, you? <laughs> More trouble, you trick trouble, Archie, hang up. It's our dentist, Dr. Thrumming. Let him wait. We never can find him when we need him. Tell him it's after office hours. Doc, Doc, you're talking so fast, I can't make head and the tails of it. Look, look, listen, Doc, come on over here and we'll be able to hear you. It'll only take you a few minutes. Right. You consistently disobey me. I want to work on my paper about odontocosms. Doc Thrummick has a friend who's in some trouble and he needs our advice. Besides, we owe Doc a fair-sized little bill, remember? Money again, Archie. Money is the curse of our times. Yeah, man. Bring on all the curses that is available. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that renowned genius who is the bulkiest, bulkiest, most ponderous, and most brilliant detective in the world. Yes, none other than that chair-born mass of unpredictable intellect, Nero Wolfe. Created by Rex Stout and brought to you in a new series of adventures over this NBC network in the person of Mr. Sidney Greenstreet. This story is one we refer to as the case of the Midnight Ride. Oh yeah, there was a ride, all right. But it would never have happened if we hadn't received another phone call a few minutes after our Dr. Thrumming phone. It was late in the evening, and Nero Wolf was studying his paper on orchids while I was absorbed in playing some phonograph records. Archie, Archie, not so loud. I can't possibly think when you play that infernal thing at such volume. Oh, is that you said, boss? I said I can't understand why you can't get music from a phonograph without vibrating the top of the instrument. That's right, that's right. I can't understand why the neighbors haven't called the police. Do you hear that, Archie? Archie! All right, I'll answer. You're fired, naturally. Hello? Hello. Is this Archie Goodwin? I know, Mr. Wolf's... What? Me? Archie. Yeah, who is it? I need help, Archie, please. Come at once. Please, oh, please. You and Nero. Who is this? This is Gloria, but no, no, don't. Gloria, who? Ronaldo West. Hello? Hello? 
Well, did you hear that? Another female bar. What happened? Boss, who do you know named Gloria? Gloria? I know nothing about anyone named Gloria. She said her name was Gloria something. I couldn't quite get the last name. But she did say Ronaldo Road. Well, it's quite possible that she resides on Ronaldo Road. First she asked if this was Archie Goodwin speaking, and before I had a chance to say anything, she asked me to come to her at once. She needed help for you to bring me along. I mean, for me to bring Nero along. You don't even know what you're talking about. Well, she said she was Gloria Bar or Mar or something like that, and then she said Ronaldo Road West, and then the scream, and that's all there was. Hmm. The usual pattern of your experience with women. Sounded like a hand was slapped over her mouth, or she was grabbed by the throat. Bring Nero with you. I am taking no more assignments this week. Ronaldo Road West, where is it? I don't believe there is a Ronaldo Road West. If I remember correctly, Ronaldo Road runs north and south and is approximately 12 miles long. But she said west. What she probably tried to say when she was interrupted was Ronaldo Road West Chester. Westchester, of course. Asked Inspector Kramer to try to check on that phone call. I'll ask him to try. By the way, do you expect to find this glory alive, Archie? I certainly hope so. And are you aware that if someone strangled her, then they must have heard her speak your name? Yes, and yours too. Shall I open it, boss? Why not? Let us face it, Archie. Huh? It's me, Archie. <laughs> Wait till I slide the night chain off, Dr. Thrummy. My nose. <laughs> I forgot all about you, Doc. Where have you been? It's only been three or four minutes. I have never had such a disturbing night since I had my first patient. But at first I was afraid to leave the house. And why were you so afraid, Dr. Thrummy? There were two men sitting in front of my place in the car. Oh, oh good evening, Nero. Were they waiting for you, Doctor? Well, why not? It's very likely. Since she called me, I've been so completely unnerved. Here, I... Doc, here. Have some brandy. Oh, no, 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 no. You know I never... Uh, well, that is uh, well, a small one. I, I am upset. Uh, you understand, Archie. Uh, uh, oh, well, that's a blessing. Just who called you and upset you so? Oh, hello, Nero. Did someone call me? Uh, when? You phoned me frantically that a woman called you. I couldn't understand you on the phone. Oh, yes, yes, poor Gloria. She was cut off. Oh, Gloria. Did you say Gloria? Well, didn't I? I thought I did. Oh, dear. What did you say? I said Gloria. Oh, my, isn't that strange? I thought that's what I said. No, no, no more, please. We just had a call from Gloria. Who is Gloria? Well, you remember. We all went to school together. Uh, that is... Oh, you do, too, remember. Gloria, you know, she was... Um... Just what is Gloria's last name, Dr. Thrummy? Well, it was Gloria Barnesworth. I don't know what it is now. That's what she was trying to say to me, Barnesworth. Did she tell you where to find her? No, she didn't. Oh, dear me. She was just about to tell me when I said I'd call you and Archie and get your help. And then she was cut off. How do you know she's the Gloria Barnesworth you knew and I'm supposed to know? My. Could you open the windows? Why, yes. Archie. Oh, sorry, Doc. The air outside's contaminated. Oh, is that so? With what? Oxygen. Mm, oh, these factories, factories, factories. Oh, well, I found her picture in an old class photo. Here it is. Oh, yeah, now I remember. But, Doc, you and this gal were several years ahead of me in school. I, I'm not in this picture, so she must be about 40 now. Well, gentlemen, you both seem to have the situation well in hand now. So, if you'll excuse me, I will retire to my room. Oh, oh yes, but we don't have anything figured out yet. Ah, but you will. Let me know in the morning how successful you have been. 
Good night. Well, anyway, a woman called here, and just as she was about to tell me who she was and her address, she was cut off as though she was strangled. Archie, did you say someone strangled her? I don't know, Doc. I hope not. Well, let's start our search along Ronaldo Road. Archie, Archie, don't answer it. They're after me. The men in the car, they saw me come in here. After you, nonsense. You found out Gloria phoned me. Don't let them in. Now, how could you know all that? Oh, dear me. Do you mind? A short one? I'm so weak today. Please, Archie, don't open it. I warn you. Just relax, Doc. I'll handle this. Good evening. Evening. Are you Archie Goodwin? Uh, no, he is. Yes. No, I'm not. He is. Put up your hands. Unhook the night chain. Now just turn off this light. Oh, I told you. I told you. Where's Wolf? Oh, he's been in bed for hours. And who is this little man? Hey, why, I'm... Don't you know? This is my, uh, my my brother, Brother Cuthbert. Yes, he's quite right. I'm a bit older than he is. Shut up, Cuthbert. All right, get your coats and hats off that rack. What for? We're all going for a little ride along the river. And it's a bit chilly. Oh, dear me. I feel faint. I'm getting dizzy. Get your hat. Uh, yes, sir. And put that bottle down. But it's so cold out there. Get tonight. along. Here's the car. Now, Mr. Goodwin, hand over that gun in your pocket. But I haven't got... Okay, there you are. Thank you. Now, get in the car. You get in the front seat with the driver, Goodwin. Your brother can get back with me. Okay, you know where we're going, driver. Yeah, Yeah, but, but what? Get going. But do you know who this guy is? I do. Why? Well, now, look, I... Well, this guy is Archie Goodwin. What if he is? Well, this won't work. I mean, I didn't know it was going to be Goodwin. He's with Miro Wolf. What's your name, pal? I can't see you, but I seem to recognize your voice. Well, well, you see, it was like this. I was in a... Are you going to shut up and start driving? Okay, okay, I'm going. Now, see here, it's getting very late. I, I don't like this. Uh, where are you taking us? Keep calm, Doc. Yeah, don't get excited. Just take it easy. Listen, Goodwin, I got a record Shut for you. Shut What's the idea back of all this, friend? We're off the road here, driver. Yes, but we're way out in the country. Now, we'll all get out here. Now, wait a minute. I said get out. You too, driver. Oh, now, wait a second. What's the big idea? Now, all of you start walking over to that clump of trees. Go on. What's he going to do? What do you think? Okay, that's good. Just stand there. Now, get out your gun, driver. Oh, now, wait a minute. This is... Get out your gun, and don't turn around, driver. Now, let him have it. Go on, or I'll kill you. I don't go in for this kind of stuff. Besides... Shoot and empty your gun into them. Go on. Now, just drop your gun on the ground. There. Now, I will take Goodwin's gun, and after I finish with it, I'll just toss it over beside his body. You what? Hey, now, wait a minute. You'll notice I have gloves on. Hey, Doc. Doctor Thrumming. You all right, Doc? Oh, oh, Archie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got you into this. I, I can't last long. Where are you hit? Tell Nero I make him a present of his new bridge work I put in. Let me have a look at you. I wanted to die in my bed with my friends around You're me. not bleeding. I wanted the choir to sing. What? I'm not bleeding? No. Are you? No. The driver was a bad shot. He missed both of them. Then what am I doing down here on the ground? You fainted at the first shot. I dropped purposely on the second shot. He missed every time. Come on, get up from there. We're very lucky people. Uh, what became of them? Hand me my gun. Oh, is this your gun? 
Wrap it in his handkerchief. Come over here. Yep. Here he is, the driver. And he's dead. This is dreadful, Archie. What do we do now? You got a lighter? Uh, here's my pocket flash. Here's his gun beside him. Don't touch it. We'll look through his pockets. I sure knew what he meant when he said he had a record for me someplace. A picture of a girl says to Mike from Violet. Mike. Mike. The fellow's face is certainly familiar, but I can't... Hey, wait a minute. Mike. Mike... Mike Jordan, that's it. Mike Jordan? Yeah, Wolf cleared him on a frame-up three years ago. And this uh, this girl, Violet, is an entertainer in a nightclub downtown. Violet, yes, but what does all this have to do with Gloria? Strange, there's no other identification on him. Maybe the other guy took it off of him. Well, now we got to find Violet. How? Oh, we can't even find Gloria. I think now that this guy, Mike Jordan, missed us deliberately. Let's start hoofing it back to that last crossroad. There was a telephone there. I'll call Nero. <laughs> So that's the story so far, Mr. Wolf. Sorry to wake you up, but we wanted you to know. Yes, we did. Oh, such a night. What was your reason for telling the man that Dr. Thrumming was your brother? Well, I didn't want him to know that it was Doc because Gloria had called Doc and he must have known about it. And the driver turned out to be Mike Jordan. And what did Mike say to you in the car? Well, he didn't finish, but he said, I got a record for you, Goodwin. And then the man shot him up. And when you located Violet at her place, she was cataloging recording, hmm? Bring it in here now, Archie. Sit down, Dr. Thrumming. Uh, yes, yes, I am a bit weary. Come in, Violet. Uh, Violet, this is... Hey, wait a minute. You, you're Nero Wolf. Sit down, Miss Violet. Oh, what's the idea, Mr. Goodwin? Why'd you bring me here? Will you look at this photo? It says, to Mike from Violet. Where'd you get this? I got it, Violet. What we want to know is, where's Mike now? What's he doing? Can you tell us where he lives? What's Mike done now? Can you tell us his address? Maybe. Do you know who he's been working for? Yeah. A guy with a big car and a lot of dough. You've seen this man? Yeah, kind of a good-looking guy. I think his name is Durant or, or something like that. I understand you've been occupying yourself with cataloging some phonograph recordings. Yeah, that's what I was doing when Mr. Goodwin came in. Mike's got a home recorder over at his place. Do you have all the records that have been made on the machine so far? No, just what we made in the last week. Lots more at his place. Do you and Mike know of a woman named Gloria? No, at least I don't remember. It was on Rinaldo Road. Gloria Barnesworth was a maiden name. Where is this Rinaldo Road? I don't know. It's in Westchester, we think. I've never been there. What has Mike done, Mr. Wolf? Is it bad? As a matter of fact, Mike is in the clear. There's no charge against him, and there never will be. You haven't seen him for a couple of days? No. And I never go to his apartment unless him and some guests are there. Do you know where he is? Will you give me the address of his apartment? Okay. 324 East 35th Street. Thank you very much, young lady. What's all so mysterious? Well, something's happened to Mike. I can tell by the way you talk. Very well, Archie. You have a special visit to make. Look for the machine, and it's quite late, so you had best hurry. Well, I'm going with you, Archie. Now, good night, Nero. Oh, I mean, good morning. Oh, I don't even know what day it is. Come along, Violet. We'll drop you at your place first. <laughs> Well, there we are, Doc. 
Yes, has his name right on it. Mike Jordan. No, we're fairly certain that no one's in there. Hey, what do you know? It didn't lock. The lights are on. I know. I know. Listen. Yes, a light humming noise. Huh. But where is it coming from? Overnight corner, those wall cabinets. There it is. A radio. And a phonograph combination. Yes, and a recording machine. And the recording arm's still down on the record. I'll just lift it off and put the playback needle on. Yeah, there we are. Look, I don't go in for that kind of stuff. You've been working for me for several weeks now, haven't you? Well, sure, boss, but I never went into no kind of trouble. Take this guy up and take him for a little ride. It ain't my life. All you do is drive the car. Okay, I'll take a chance. But remember, I'm just the driver of your car. If anything happens, I didn't know nothing. You'll do just as I say. Incidentally, I know a lot about you. Things the police would like to know. Okay. Okay, I'm working for you. I came out to Ronaldo Road to make an honest living. But I see him right back where I started. And worse. I just ain't got a chance. Or am I? I've got to phone the place. Say Ronaldo Road. And that's where our Gloria called from, so they're all tied in together. Come along, Doc. We're going back to Mr. Wolf again. We'll just take this record with us. Well, Archie, I guess this phonograph was worthwhile after all. Yes, indeed. Hey, don't you find this a very interesting recording, Nero? I'm sure we're going to add it to our collection. And these are the two men who took you on the right. That's right. But we're really no further along in our desire to help, Gloria. That's right. We're on Ronaldo Road. Boss, if we can find the address, will you go with us down there or over there or wherever it is? I might. And you already have the clue to the address. We have. Where? In that phonograph recording. Play it again, Archie. Just the part where he uses the telephone. And slow the speed way down. Then take down the numbers I call off. Okay, boss. Six, five, three, two, two, three. That's enough. By slowing down the record, we were able to count the clicks of each number he used on the dial. Now, there's the number the man called. We hope it is on Ronaldo Road. Have Inspector Kramer get the address of that number combination, and we are ready to make our assault. I'll call Kramer, and then I'll get the car out. It hadn't been out for weeks. Maybe it won't start. <laughs> no such luck, Archie, I assure you. No such luck. Oh, 
Oh, here it is. I think we must go through this big gate. Uh, yes, yes, there's the number. 23, Ronaldo. Slip up to the entrance as softly as possible. Turn out your headlamps. Well, here we are, boss. Easy now, getting out. Don't pull, Doctor. Don't pull on me. Here we are. Now, come along. Okay, spooky sort of place, isn't it? All big houses are like that. Must be 20 rooms. Yeah. Not a light in the place. Use the knocker, Archie. Uh-oh, stand back. Here comes somebody. Yes? Uh, is Gloria in? What? Gloria? And who are you? Uh, we are here to see Gloria. Uh, come, come. It's this hour of the night? Certainly not. Uh, just a moment. She's an old friend of mine. Uh, yes, and his too. He's Archie. My good man, what is your name? Uh, Jennings, sir. In the um, household is in bed at this hour. What is it, Jennings? Who's at the door? Uh, they're asking for you, Miss Gloria. For me? Well, come in, gentlemen. You may go, Jennings. Please. Very well, miss. Just as you say. Now, what did you want? Say, Doc, is this the Gloria? Well, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem... Are you Gloria? Yes. Well, why did you call us? Oh, then, then you're Archie Goodwin. Yes, and I'm Dr. Thrilling. Uh, but you I are... called you because I need your help. Desperately. Gloria, oh. what is going on here this up? Oh. And who are these gentlemen? Well, you... You see, Uncle, Mr. Goodwin came... Came to see you? Why? Well, I... Because I... I think you'd better go to your room, my dear. Don't you think that is best? Your room and rest? No. No, I don't want to. I won't. Go to your room. No. No, I won't. I can't. All those people walk in and out. They want to kill me. Jennings, take her to her room. Uh, yes, sir. Come along, please. No. No, I won't. I won't. Let me go. There are hundreds of people. They'll kill me. No, no. Please. I'm so sorry. There's nothing we can do with her. Now, Mr. Goodwin. Yeah? What is it you wish? The bear called you Uncle. Oh, pardon me. I'm near a wolf. How do you do, Mr. Wolf? Yes, she called me Uncle, but I'm not really a relative. I'm Dr. Gunther, retained by the family. As you can see, the girl is quite ill. Oh, well, we're old friends of Gloria's, and we'd like to see her. But you just saw her. We don't refer to this young lady. We have in mind the elderly Gloria. Now, come, Dr. Gunther, you know to whom we refer. What? You you mean the girl's aunt? Well, it's very strange. If you are a friend of the aunt, that you are not aware of her condition. Her condition? Yes. The aunt has been bedridden for nearly a year. Paralysis. And it seems to be most coincidental with your visit, but she passed away this afternoon. Died? Gloria? This afternoon? How could that be? We'd like to see the remains, Dr. Gunther. Yes, we'd like to see the remains. Just where are they? They are here, Mr. Goodwin. And if you and your brother and Mr. Wolf will step this way to the small parlor. There you are, gentlemen. I'll leave you alone. I'll be in the library. Well, gentlemen, there she is. What do you say? Do you recognize this woman? Well, yeah. It's been many years, but that is Gloria Barnesworth. Well, good heavens, yes. It's Gloria, all right. Poor woman. I remember now. She married a very wealthy manufacturer named Kenton, who died. 
She's remained a widow, I guess. Uh, he said she died this afternoon. Are you sure it was an elderly woman who called you this evening? And by the way, just feel her forehead. It's warm. She couldn't have been dead more than an hour. She isn't dead. No signs of pulse. Your cigarette case, please. Hmm. Very slight moisture. Respiration, barely perceptible. She's under heavy narcosis. Been given a heavy dose lately. Uh, let's get out of here. Wait. You recognize the uncle, Father Dr. Gunther? No, do you throw me? No. Does he look like the man who took you for a ride? It was too dark, boss. He was all bundled up in heavy clothes. Let's, let's get out of here. The door was locked after we came in. He's right. Come on, Doc, let's put our shoulders to it. One, two... Go! Gentlemen, what on earth does this mean? Why'd you lock the door? Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's a spring lock. I had no intention of locking the door. And I suggest, Archie, that you have it repaired. And now, Archie, will you step to the door and let Inspector Kramer in? He followed us up the driveway. Yeah, about time. Getting cold out here. Inspector Kramer, this is Dr. Gunther. In that room is a woman he claims is dead. She is actually under the heavy influence of narcotics. Yeah? Well, who is she? Mrs. Gloria Kenton, widow of the wealthy shoe manufacturer. And this attractive young lady coming down the stairs is supposed to be mentally ill, which I do not believe. Her name is Gloria, too. A niece of the elder Gloria. But Archie and I both knew Gloria Barnsworth. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I, I get it, I get it. And I suggest that this man is not a doctor, but his young Gloria's husband... And they're attempting to force the Aunt Gloria to change her will in their favor. This is utterly ridiculous. The aunt was able to phone Doc Thromick and me tonight, but she was apparently caught in the act. And this man, who is posing as the uncle, hired Mike Jordan to drive his car while he picked up Archie with the intent of killing him. But this this is the same man? The same. And if Mike Jordan hadn't recognized Archie, both of you would be quite dead. This man double-crossed Mike and killed him believing that the whole thing would be blamed on Mike. Mike deliberately missed. All right, so what's he going to do about it? Come on, let's get out of here fast. Look out, he's a cop. All right, now get those hands up and keep them up. Come along, Archie, I have another appointment. The inspector can handle it from here on. Oh, oh dear me. Oh, now what happened? Am I all right? Yeah, you just fainted again when the shooting started. It's really quite fortunate that Mike Jordan recorded that conversation. Fortunate indeed. How did you know this uncle was the same guy who took us for a ride? First by speech pattern, he is undoubtedly a Canadian. But you must have missed the most important slipper. What was that? When he escorted us to see the body, he said to you, Archie, if you and your brother and Mr. Wolf will step this way... Now, uh, how would he believe that Dr. Thrumming was your brother? No one mentioned it. Of course, the clue I planted and then missed myself. Quite right, Archie, quite right. What time is it? Uh, 8 a.m. I certainly appreciate your coming out for me on this deal. Oh, but I didn't do it just for you. There is an orchid lovers' convention this morning at 9 o'clock. What? And you mean... Yes. I'm sure you'll enjoy it tremendously. <laughs> Both of you. Oh, brother. Uh-huh. What's that? What's that? Nothing, Doc. Nothing at all.
You have been listening to The New Adventures of Nero Wolf, starring Sidney Greenstreet. In today's episode, we saw some really quick thinking from Archie. Despite his latter misstep in not noticing the fact that the crook referred to his brother being there without possibly knowing that fact if he hadn't been there at the time he was shot. Archie is getting sharper, folks. Slowly, sure, but nonetheless, progress is indeed progress. When those two were being shot at at the beginning, I was thinking to myself, how are they going to get out of this? and had the hunch that the driver intentionally misfired to distance himself from the crime itself and all around avoid being traced back to the crime itself. The fact that the dentist fell over due to a fainting spell was just fortunate really, and Archie was savvy enough to realize that the driver was shooting wide, an expertise earned for sure from his time on the job with Nero. Part of me thought that maybe, just maybe, he had some kind of bulletproof vest of sorts, but quickly ruled it out due to the period that it set in. But my brain still leapt to that conclusion. Anything to save old Archie. And even though Nero himself didn't really showcase in today's episode too much, he really came down at the end to deliver that death blow on those crooks. A very quick flourish at the end in deducing the desire of the crooks to steal the widow's fortune, changing of the will, and the manipulation of who owns what assets. Nero is so sharp and of course is always spurred on by the desire for leisure and in his own way getting under Archie's skin. Lastly, for some reason I thought that the actor for the dentist was actually potentially Piglet from Winnie the Pooh or possibly the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland, but I think I was mistaken. Still, that vocal cadence, tone and ditziness acted out by the dentist really reminded me of those sorts of characters. I have to wonder though what that dentist was on during this episode. Maybe something a bit too strong to calm his nerves. So calming that he forgot who and when he was. <laughs> Mates, a huge thank you to you for listening. Support the show via Patreon and leave an iTunes review so we can push past those podcast ranks. And lastly, but certainly not least, my Patreon supporters. The part where I say thank you to the living legends. First up is my Ode Night Tea Titans that directly impact the show's content and how it reaches your ears. I want to thank my current titan, Matto Bauer, the man of the hour. Thanks to your contribution, I've been able to completely pay off an annual subscription to Yoast, which is a software that essentially supports search engine optimization, so people can find me. Thanks to you, this is one less cost I have to worry about, and it's this support level that even allows me to directly pay off a portion of Epidemic Sound, which allows me to bring all sorts of audio from different sources and styles, but it ain't cheap. Thank you, Matto, for being exceptionally special and shooting this podcast into space and amongst the stars. Thanks, mate. You're a bloody legend. A special thank you to Maya as well, the Queen of Cats, who was my previous Night Tea Titan, forever embalmed in gold on this podcast's history. Thank you so much for your previous support. And my legendary ass-kicking white tea warlord, Leza Balzuka Rex. Thank you, mate. For your support. I've combined your support with Matto's to directly cover the costs for Epidemic Sound. I've been spending time using some new test plugins as well, and thanks to you, I've been able to grab a couple of plugins that further support old-time radio repair and efficiencies. Now, 
I'm cleaning up NeroWolf predominantly for the past couple of months, but in the future, there's not a lot of NeroWolf episodes left. Sad, but there's so much out there to be repaired. And thanks to you, mate, your bloody marvellous support goes a long way in helping these episodes improve. Today I was using the Music Rebalancer, which lets me reduce music and strange audio peaks that would normally blow out everyone's earballs, and level them below the audio level so that we get to keep said earballs. So those transitions between Nero talking and the audio starting up, that tool allowed me to tweak the volume in one swing across the entire episode. Bloody amazing! I'm still learning, but it's really effective. Thank you, mate. And my amazing supporters, the people that put a zing and a ping in my peppy step, I'm lucky to have. Just Heather, Juicebox Andy, Peter Raffelli, Michelangelo Yacone, Divided by Zero, Leah Fassig, Alia Arcane, Solstra, and Paige Kramer. Thank you all, and never forget how amazing you are. I hope your Monday starts fantastically and that you all have a stunningly brilliant week ahead of you and hopefully that I can make your day just that bit better. Now, write your story, share your tale, make it creepy or something silly about a snail, but remember that little tremor that crawls up your spine or the tingle that makes you smile from a perfect plotline? That's the magic of storytelling. Like tea, it's divine. You took the time to listen to me, and you think that it was your treat. But I thank you, my friends, for the listen. And as always, till next we meet. <laughs>